0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630
1: Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of her trophy to Leon. Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers at home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the
2: helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have
0: a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers.
1: Now we've got a wild scrum with fights
0: breaking out all over the place. That's Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. A really good team. Um, you know we know that. I'm trying to go out there
1: and show that every game. I'm James Neal. on this. jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle. We've been waiting for for three decades! As Archibald reaches
2: This is Mike Smith, Leon Dreisettle, this is Conor Dave from your Edmonton Oilers. And
1: this is Oilers Now with Bob Stopper. Fun. Believable. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot What a stop me by Viko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer
2: On the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 chat.
0: the Battle of Alberta. We have waited more than a year. We got robbed last season. Let's just call it the way it is, man. There's no question about it. Welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. They used to call it the uncivil war back in the 1980s when the Edmonton Oilers were the most single electrifying hockey team of all time. Sorry, Islanders fans. Sorry, Montreal. I was a Canadiens fan as a kid. Thought the world of those teams, but they did not have the style nor the panache that the 1980 Oilers had. And let's hey, let's cut to the chase here. Those Oilers teams could back it up. And you know what? The Flames were pretty damn good back in the 1980s too. And so for years and years and years, we'd had nothing going. And then boom! Last year, it happens, and it happens in large part to some of the personalities involved, Matthew Kachuk and Zach Cassian, And so we get this game on February 1st. You heard Jack's awesome call that with the bed from Guns N' Roses. And we were thinking, could you imagine if these two teams met in the playoffs? What's the game going to be like in April when they play? And we never got there. Well, now we're back. I'm not quite sure it's going to be fired up to the level that it was at during the course of last season. Calgary Flames hosting the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow night. We'll have a complete preview coming up on this edition of Oilers Now. The man with the call, Jack Michaels, joining us uh, just as Oilers practice has wrapped up. I will tell you a little bit of a surprise and, frankly, a little bit of a concern for me. Not sure what's going on with Gaetan Haas at this time yet. Uh, maybe we'll get some clarity from Dave Tippett. He was not on the ice uh, yesterday. Gaetan Haas was centering Devin Shore. And Josh Archibald, which I envisioned was going to be a, if Josh, who's ever with Josh Archibald, that line's going to play. That's You know, Josh Archibald has become an important player for Dave Tippett. And I was thinking to myself, uh, we all watched the game for Edmonton, the, the two games against Ottawa and Gaetan Haas looked pretty good. So he was not on the ice today. The top two lines for the Oilers remain the same. You could argue really the top three lines with Turris, James Neal and Cassian. And we know that this is ripe for Zach Cassian to be an impactful player here over the next couple games. Edmonton in Calgary tomorrow night, then Edmonton with a pair against Ottawa, who have all things knocked off the Montreal Canadiens last night. So we'll have a complete preview. We'll get to it. Jack will join us at 12.20 at 12.35 today for our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino from NHL Hockey on Rogers, Elliot Freeman. Then Battle of Alberta talk, courtesy of horse racing alberta and the seven thousand men and women employed in the horse racing industry mark Spector at 135 today but not before eric francis uh who does a uh, feature uh down in calgary once a week similar to what spec does courtesy of our friends at horse racing alberta so we'll get a perspective uh from uh, both of those sports net individuals we will tell you you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The Rivercree has multiple Dreamcatcher Spa and Stay packages available for booking now. Call 1-844-425-2733 or visit rivercreeresort.com backslash stay. And you can text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, renovating. Come see what's on sale at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or at ashleyfinefloors.com. We're on Twitter. I'm at orders now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore stoffer and tweet Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan, nice job putting together our open today. Just wanted to circle back to something that we did yesterday. Uh, special thanks to all the, uh, the callers and the textures, and we got hundreds of texts can all get them in but Brendan how cool was it for us to have Brian Burke join us for an hour on the show and take some calls with our listeners yeah that was fantastic the fact that he
1: offered that up his services his mind uh, was, was pretty
0: special and to be honest with you I thought everybody that got on air with Brian had great questions for him and it made for really good radio so I'm hoping we'll uh, get to do that again well you did a great job screening the calls as well alright let's go to today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling Pay no overtime rates on their 24/7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Again, the orders hit the ice at 11 o'clock today. Uh, we will tell you they put uh, Troy Grosnick on waivers. Um I've not been able to contact somebody yet out of Los Angeles. So the Kings play tonight in Vegas. It would not surprise me if the LA Kings looked at reclaiming Grosnick. We well, already tweeted out earlier in the week that Mike Smith is not eligible to come off of LTIR until Sunday. So theoretically, if Grosnick gets claimed by the LA Kings... Stuart Skinner would be backing up Miko Koskinen on the ice today. Uh, the two goaltenders that I saw on the ice today were Miko Koskinen and Mike Smith. Uh, to the Oilers lineup report, we're going to swing this in uh, for a preview of tomorrow night's game. It's brought to you by North 49 Home Inspections. Before buying your next home, know what you're getting into. The Oilers' top two lines are the the top two lines, and they're going. I know that there was a piece written in the Athletic, uh, and I I believe the pronunciation. Uh, I'm uh, well, the first name I'll get right. It's Dom. Uh, but I believe it's, uh, leucition and uh, talented, young, analytics-based writer. Haven't always agreed with everything that he's written, but he certainly can write, uh, kind of like in Winnipeg right now. Not everybody agrees with all the perspectives of a kid named, uh young guy named Maret Atesh, a- 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 who's uh, certainly uh, got some ability as well. The Athletics got some good young writers across the country right now. But uh, in that piece, just talking about the overall start to the season, first 12 games from McDavid and Dreiselt, the Oilers can get some support in some other areas. I think you get going here. And uh, so today at practice, again, Yes, have on the right side with McDavid and uh, Nugent Hopkins on the left wing. Cahoon, who I think's probably been the best of uh, Cahoon, Dreisaitl, and Yamamoto over the last three games, they were together. The owners had Turris along with Cassian on right wing and James Neal on the left side. They rotated, um, let's see, they had Jujar Kaira with Tyler Innes and Josh Archibald. I'm not sure we're going to see that line tomorrow. And then there were four forwards in orange and off the top of my head that included uh, Devin Shore, Joachim Nygaard, Patrick Russell, and Alex On Again, no Gaetan Haas. The defense, the nine D-men that uh, currently are active on the roster, uh, were all rotating through. They weren't giving away too much, though Lagason and Larson seem to be a bit together. All right, uh, so let's get to the orders now. Audio Vault quickly again. We'll bring Jack Michaels in in about four minutes' time. Our Audio Vault brought to you daily by Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at DirectWorkwear.com. The question got brought up yesterday. Dave Tippett, as of, uh, and I don't believe he started yet today, so this audio is from yesterday. Uh, uh, but uh, Dave Tippett was asked yesterday, on the flexibility of going with eleven forwards and seven D against Calgary.
2: There was some stuff I liked about it and then there's some, some other stuff. Some of it depends on how much special teams you have, but it gives you uh, it gives you flexibility of roles within the game. Not bad. I'm not ruling it out. You know, we'll just see it's game to game. And Dave Tippett also
0: was asked about having, of course, on the right side, Ethan Barris, close to a return. He was on the ice today for the second consecutive day. Uh, the Oilers had Chris Russell and Evan Bouchard play a lot together. They had Laguson a lot with a right shot in uh, Adam Larson. And then Tyson Berry has got seven points in the last four games on the right side playing with uh, Darnell Nurse. And Dave Tippett was asked about having an abundance of right shot defensemen.
2: You know, it's a good problem to have. We have uh, depth on our defense, and I think we're gonna need that and use it. Um, What it does is it gives me another tool to, uh, you know, if you wanna play 11 and seven, you can do that. Um, You're looking, what you're looking for is you have players in the right roles throughout your lineup between power play, penalty kill, and then it gets deeper than that. You get puck movers, defenders. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it, but, Young Bouchard came in, played well the other night, and uh, so he's put himself in the mix. Uh, yes, that's Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach, and again, I,
0: I'm hoping we'll see Bouchard again tomorrow. I think a lot of fans are really intrigued to see what he can do. This will be the first experience for Tyson Berry in the Battle of Alberta. For him, the focus is on the points. Uh, it's it's old time hockey. It's fun to watch um, when you're you know sitting at home or catching the highlights, and you
1: see the goalies and you know everyone pile off. It's uh, you know it's entertaining, no doubt. Um, I think, you know, you don't want to see your attendees your squaring up at center every uh, every <laughs> game, but um, if it has to happen, it's got to happen. So um, obviously went went down last year and uh, we'll see what, you know, carries over into this year. But um, with a short season and, you know, points so valuable, I think, you know, we, we got to focus on the way we play and, and beating them on the scoreboard as opposed to, um, you know, getting into it.
0: All right, uh, so that's Tyson Berry. Uh, there's been some challenges, obviously. Several U.S. teams have been affected. Buffalo, uh, the New Jersey Devils, the Minnesota Wild, Las Vegas Golden Knights battles with uh, the COVID situation. And just a quick update for you. Uh, back on December the 15th, they they're in the Edmonton Health Zone, which incorporates Short Park and St. Albert and Spruce Grove and Stoney and all those fine communities, there were over 10,000 active cases. In the Edmonton health zone, we are currently at 2,117 active cases. We're down to 32 people in ICU, so the numbers have plummeted. Uh, that said, uh, far too many people have been affected um, by losing loved ones, and our hearts go out to them. It's it's an ongoing uh, battle. I know that that's a conversation point that we moved away from, uh, frankly, thankfully, uh, because we've we've had a chance to talk about the toy department and stuff of life. But one of the things that's interesting is currently um, other than players that have been traded and have to be put on COVID lists because of quarantines and that sort of thing there are zero COVID cases amongst Canadian teams at this time doesn't mean that's going to continue here's Alex Chason on that topic
1: I think for us as a team we realize you know how big of an impact that can that can have on our team I think I'm hoping the majority of the guys just try to be as careful as they can, and uh,
0: it seems like our team has done its good job. And I, I, I think as as our, our whole division too, it, it sounds like everyone uh, has done good. But you know, you know, you get one bad luck break, and you've seen it on teams. Um, you know, it, it spreads like wildfires. It's just gotta be careful. It's just, just I know. It, I guess it sounds cliche, but if a team can stay healthy, then you know our. our we don't have to play condensed uh, schedule, and we're allowed to have like two or three days off here, like we're having, to get guys back healthy and get our, our game back. There you go. That's Alex Jason. It is twelve nineteen in Edmonton. When we come back, Jack Michaels from the uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers and Oilers Radio Network.
2: Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer
0: on six thirty. Chad. It is twelve twenty-two. The Battle of Alberta taking place on Saturday. The Super Bowl on Sunday. Speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, if you're at home. And you're looking for a little bit of help, uh, on the, uh, on the food and snack front local out of, uh, Short Park. There's a location downtown, location on the southeast side. They can take care of you. They got Super Bowl kits. Uh, they do a great job. It's, uh, one of my favorite places. I'll be honest. Uh, it's one of the things that I miss, obviously. Uh, in this COVID world, we're all dealing with on a game day is sliding over to having uh, chicken tacos, but uh, they could hook you up at local for a uh, Super Bowl super pack. So uh, keep that in mind. Without further ado, we welcome back to the show, Jack Michaels. Hello, Jack. How are you? Good. How are you, Bob? Yeah, I was going to say all your reserve booths all over
1: town are currently
0: on hold. Yeah, no, You make it sound like I eat out every day. It's only when we're back in town, it's only four nights out of seven, Jack. Just get that straight. Uh, But, uh, all right. Well, uh, you know what? We'll get to the the big game a little bit later on because we had a big game Saturday night. And, Jack, we got ripped off because we had the most electrifying, exciting game of the year. Maybe the most exciting regular season game you and me had had in 10 years. together and then we never got a chance to see them in the playoffs how stoked are you for the game uh saturday night between the Otters and the flames
1: yeah you know you, you made some real good points there and, and not only you know we and the city and the province but if you recall you know the next day after that i think we got on a plane and went somewhere else i can't even remember it it feels like five years ago arizona but, arizona yeah I mean that was that was the talk of hockey in Arizona. That was the talk of hockey in St. Louis. That was the talk of hockey in Columbus. The point of it is, for all those who decry you know fighting in hockey and these kind of you know wild brawls, it was all that anyone was talking about. And for the first time, honestly, since the spring of 1991, in my estimation, Alberta was the center of the national hockey league and and it went on for about 72 hours i mean that's all anyone wanted to talk about around the league and and everyone was excited about it and i know there wasn't going to be a game between edmonton and calgary for a while even after that but there was a buzz absolutely and there was the real possibility that the two teams would have played in the playoffs and there was a real possibility that two teams would have met you know, in the later rounds of the playoffs. I mean, they, they were trending in the right direction. So uh, I agree with you. It's it's I'm hopeful we can kind of restart. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, five or six fights, but you know, the one thing about it, Bob is everyone forgot four days earlier. They had played a whale of a game at Rogers place. That was a tremendous hockey game with a ton of emotion so much so that I, I think, you know, David Riddick got swept up in it and may have inadvertently triggered the Oilers for their response four nights later because up until that point, I mean, that was Calgary's third straight win over Edmonton last year, and they were riding high. That was a very tense, competitive game in and of itself. It was, of course, lost in the fireworks that happened at, at the Saddledome three nights later, but these two teams, when they're both playing well, have very tense, exciting games against one another, and i hope saturday kind of sets the table for for 10 and 44 i mean that, that's a that's a potentially great finish and who knows bob I, you know it might it might decide a playoff spot it might decide who's in or out we don't know that but that's certainly a possibility so a lot on the line between these two clubs and most importantly i think i i feel comfortable in saying this i don't think both are going to make the playoffs i really don't
0: Yeah, my hope was at the start of the year, both would. Uh, But that was before the Winnipeg Jets went out and got... Pierre-Luc Dubois, now the strength that Winnipeg's got down the middle with Connor Hellebuck in goal. I mean, when you're rolling out Shifley, Dubois, and Adam Lowry, is an underrated third line, they're all big. To me, the Jets, are like, you know, Montreal, Toronto, the Jets, I think, you know, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver are duking it out for that fourth spot. Uh, unless the others take a big step forward here.
1: And more J- than anything, Bob, I think the other thing that happened there is you and I, had started to get the vibe even after so, so the year after the conference final remember you and i started to get the vibe that not everything was perfectly kosher in winnipeg's room yeah and you know roslavik was unhappy he and with some justification i mean who knows how the trade's going to come out but certainly you and i feel that jack Rosslovic at least should be I mean, at some point, he should be given a look in the top six, so we can understand that frustration. But there wasn't the same vibe with Winnipeg after that conference final. The next two years, I think nope. you'd agree with that.
0: They they got rid of two guys that weren't happy there, and they got a and they got a more important positional player at center. They're going to be tough to beat. All right, switching back, Battle of Alberta. We got about two minutes left, Jack. Uh, to me, as long as Matthew Kachuk is on the, he's their best player. He's their he's he draw he's the heart play. He, you know what? To go Machiavellian on you, Jack. He's the head of the snake as long as he's in Calgary. I think it is going to be a battle of Alberta. What do you think? Well, especially
1: I mean, Zach Cassian is going to be in Edmonton in the immediate future, and it's not just about those two players. I think there's hard feelings on on a lot of different fronts there. I think there's been enough, you know, tough games. I, I know that not everyone in that Edmonton locker room loves Mark Giordano. I, you know, and and he's he's thought of as kind of a lady Bing guy in Calgary, and I don't think it, a lot of people around the league feel that way about Giordano. There's there's they've got players who play. Hard and they also have, like Edmonton, they ha- they do have some elite talent. The advantage, I think, for the most part uh, in Edmonton in these ultra competitive games is that they've had more players show up. Uh, than Calgary has, and I think that would do, that would tra- you know translate to why Calgary hasn't had a deep postseason run. Now you could make the same argument about Edmonton, but head to head, this is a chance for for the Oilers to prove that la- last year was the start of a trend that big eight three win, and for Calgary, it's a chance to kind of set Edmonton back on its on its heels a little bit, since the Oilers have won three in a row and Calgary's dropped five of seven. I mean, the Flames are wobbling right now. Yeah. Not all well there
0: and they've got some unhappy players as well yeah jack we only got 15 seconds super bowl who you taking and why i'm gonna take kansas city i think it's
1: gonna be a high scoring exciting game i like them winning 37 31 i don't know why i'm picking against tom brady but the only reason why is kansas city has the best player in the world and that's patrick mahomes
0: awesome stuff jack thanks for your time uh we'll talk and we'll have a game tomorrow night together thanks a lot See you, pal. Look forward to it. You bet. That's Jack Michaels, 1229 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back for the River Cree Resort and Casino with Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630
1: Chad.